everyone and welcome back to another episode of Kate Talks Strictly. It's been a while. I'm sorry. It got the school got pretty intense. But I am back and ready to get some new content out there for you. Um Strictly season has actually come really quickly. They're gonna um potentially start announcing celebs in a few weeks. I don't know, it usually starts in like early August it's kind of come around really quickly this year um so yeah I'm I'm back I'm here and hopefully ready to give you some great Strictly content over the summer um I've been to see lots of Strictly shows um in this last few months really um because so many have I've been booked to see back in 2020 and have been rescheduled two three even times for some of them um and of course these are all finally happening which is great so I'm gonna do a separate episode talking about all the shows I've been to see because I've got one left I'm seeing Burn the Floor uh next week the Burn the Floor reunion which has just got an incredible cast I'm so excited to see that literally like dream cast uh for a Strictly fan so I'll get back to you on that one but um I'm going to introduce sort of a new episode style on this episode um, and I'm hoping that this is going to be something I'm going to be able to bring lots of my friends on to do but I'm going to start by doing it myself and without further ado let's get into what I like I'm going to like to call the Strictly Files. What are the Strictly Files I hear you ask? Well, they are something that I've um, come up with to freshen up Kate Talk Strictly. Um, I'm excited to probably have all of my friends on to discuss this, but they are. I'm going to start off with me, and they are going to be ten questions all about my love for Strictly, your love for Strictly, talking to you when we started watching it, some of your favourite moments, and at the end of each episode of the Strictly Files, um, the guest is going to get a chance to submit. A Strictly dance into the Strictly Hall of Fame. Now, this is not necessarily their favourite dance, but it's one that they feel represents Strictly the best. So um, I'm excited to um, start building the Strictly Hall of Fame, and I hope you guys are excited to listen too. But um, without any further uh, no, any further ado, that's not the saying, but you know what I mean. I'm going to get started with these ten questions. So. Question number one, why did you start watching Strictly? So um, I don't really have a memory of Strictly not being on because it's older than me. My mum always watched it since the beginning. So it was just always on in the house. Um, So I started watching Strictly because my mum liked it. And here we are now (laughs) always going to Strictly shows together and having an obsessive, uh, Strictly obsessed teenage daughter which I don't know if that would ever she ever thought that would happen back in 2004 but here we are um and question number two quite fittingly is what is your first memory of it so my first memory of Strictly as I think I've mentioned on this podcast many a times before is Chelsea Healy and Pasha's Jive which was Shrek based and I was like this is series nine so I was like three years old and probably the reason that's my first um Strictly memory because it was Shrek themed. I was three year old, three years old, and I see someone dressed as Shrek, and then I decided to look up because this is what engages me. But I think I've said this when we're talking about 
like I don't know, Stacey and Kevin doing minions, like trolls, um, Diane and Dev, don't know if I said it that way around, doing like Genie and Aladdin. These sort of big fun numbers are things that really engage with younger Strictly fans and and things that make people like me fans for the rest of their lives. Um, so yeah, that's my first Strictly memory. Number three, what is your favourite theme week? Um, so anyone who knows me, follows me on Instagram, has listened to this podcast before, will probably know I quite like musical theatre. So musicals week is 100% my favourite theme week. And even before I was like really like obsessed with musicals I still always really liked it because pre-covid that's when we got all the um like backing dancers coming yes we had them in Blackpool but I think musicals week really allows them to utilize pro dancers and as I said during the last series Tilly and Akita's um couple's choice would have been so good with um extra dancers and um yeah and even now I just like planning like my own musical week like my dream musical week with like um very not mainstream musicals but um, I think a lot of people would be very confused if they came up on the Strictly but it's something that I like to fantasize about um but yeah it's 100% my favorite theme week we've got incredible dancers like Karim and Amy's Jive came from that um Harvey and Jeanette's American Smooth there's so many really really good ones that come from that week um so yeah I just love love a good musicals week and then question number four, I'm really excited to um, hear other people's views on this when I um, get them on to talk about this is, is there a theme week you'd like to come back, like one they've had previously, because remember that was that era restricted where they used to like switch up the theme weeks each week, because now it's very set sort of like week three is musicals week, week six is Halloween week, and then week nine used to be Blackpool, obviously been a bit different at the moment, and then um, week 11 or quarterfinal would just be musicals week it's been pretty set in stone but they used to change them around so um is there any theme we should like to come back or introduce so maybe like dance with the stars in america have so many different theme weeks and stuff so this is when we're really we're talking about what the um the guests would like to add strictly or things we miss and for this i'm going to say do you remember in series 10 when they did fusion week i i think that'd be a really fun one to come back i mean Again, Pasha, was this with Kimberly? I think it was. Um, Pasha's getting a lot of mentions on this podcast already. Um, when they did the It's Raining Men Tango Cha Cha Fusion. That is so, so good. And I think it'd be really cool to see what more people could do with that. Like, this set of pros are so creative with their choreography. Can we imagine, like, a catchier fusion week? Like, she would be so good at that. And I've just dropped my pen. So I hope that was lovely audio quality for you all. Um, so that's something I'd really like to see come back. It's a bit of a different theme week instead of just the dancers have a bit of a different story. It's actually changing up the actual what's happening with the actual dancers, if that makes sense, like the actual choreography itself. And I think that'd be really interesting, especially as now we don't have that many changes because we no longer have an athon, which I'm not saying we need to bring back the athons because the Lindy Hopathon, I think we're all scarred for life. But it would really make something different that I think maybe we've been missing the past few series without the athon. Um, question five is what is your favourite Strictly dance style? So this is like we're talking like is it waltz? Is it cha-cha? Charleston? I think certainly when I was younger 
I would have definitely said Charleston. I remember when I was like seven being obsessed with Jake and Jeanette's Charleston. Um, but I would say now I love an American Smooth Foxtrot when it's done really well. That sort of bread and ginger style, but you can do something really cool with it. And like, because you can do those lifts. I love, I love an American Smooth Foxtrot. Other dancers like mentions to, I think when jive's done well, it can be really, really good. And as we've spoken on this podcast before, I also love a powerful Viennese waltz. But today, today I'm going to go with American Smooth Foxtrot. Question number six. What is your most memorable It Takes Two moment? Now, we all love the chaos of It Takes Two, whether it's Wait Wednesday Walmart, which I miss, the Friday panel. Why did they get rid of tunes on Tuesday? That was always gave us some great content. Um, Let's, there's been so many great moments I think personally my most memorable it takes two moment is when I actually got to go to the recording bit takes two and um the sound went out at the time which was um certainly cool cool moment so I was there when it was during Alex Neal's interview leading up to the Argentine fango and the the sound just went out and it just got taken off air when we were there but it was really cool to see how all the crew um dealt with it um who are just incredible and I think Zoe did the rest of the show without being able to hear the director or, or whoever controls it in her earpiece which was really really cool but obviously that's a memorable moment for me the next question is who is your favorite pro now this can be of all time or the current lineup now I mean anyone who knows me knows that my favorite pro of all time is Kevin Clifton <laughs> like <laughs> ever since I was really small and I mean the year he joined was the first year I properly became obsessed with Strictly got my first Strictly annual this year I've now got one for Christmas every year it's kind of the, the classic gift um yeah I mean his choreography and storytelling is always so good um like forever obsessed with his street commercial with Stacey uh his American Smooth with Louise is so underrated and we love an American Smooth Viennese Worlds with Kelly, not a powerful Viennese Worlds, as I love, but um, again, it was a musicals week, so we're learning a lot about me, that Papa one was very, very good, and partnerships, like, with Susan Cowman, like, they were just so, so, like, joyous to watch, so yeah, since I was about six till now, <laughs> favourite pro of all time, but when you ask me current pro, this is really hard for me now, and now, maybe, like, a year ago, maybe we would have said, like, Ali Ash, but now Ali Ash is technically not a current pro, which makes me really sad. Um, I've, I mean, oh, it's very hard. Amy, I love Amy. I love Johannes. I think may, maybe those two, but I've been a fan of, of Yvita from, like, Grace Dancer. Um, and then you've got to love Giovanni as well. Um uh, it's, it's, it's really really hard like yeah so all time pros and much um favorite pro of all time is a much easier question for me to answer than current pro because I don't really have an answer anymore and what next question is what do you think is the best pro dance I mean strictly there's been so many good pro dances but my absolute favorite is series 15 run boy run 
You've got Kevin, I mean, recurring theme, Aliash and Giovanni as those lead characters. And I think this was such a good, like, this is 315, that's 2017. I had a bit of a moment there. I was like, is it? Because, no, but it was 2017. Um, and I think that was a really, really good era of pro dancers where they really focused on the storytelling. And it was like, oh my God, the story of that dance, like all the guys together showing the fighting. And I'm never quite sure what happens at the end. And I think some of that, like it being a little ambiguous, is kind of cool. Have they died and gone to heaven or are they, have they actually escaped? Like, it's it's an interesting one, but Jason Gilkerson at his best. I love that one. Got to be an honourable mention to the West Side Story Pro Dance. Always love that. And they also did that live, which they don't usually do, like, even pre-pandemic. They used to tape them, like, a little before on a Saturday. So that is so good. I mean, Jeanette and Ali Ash's Tony's Maria and Maria is so good. Once again, reverting back to musicals here. And what the other one I was going to say is another series 14 one and it's when the clock strikes midnight that halloween week again as i think i've spoken quite a lot i'm not always the biggest fan of halloween week but the pro dances in halloween week are so good and again the storytelling of that one i know it also happens that kevin is one of the leads in that but um it's like him and karen you've got brendan as the vampire and that's a really really cool one and the music worked that arrangement of the music worked very well in that one so um but I'm going to go with Run Boy Run as my favourite. The next question is most underrated partnership. And I think my second ever episode of this podcast was about this. And I know they won, but as a fandom, we do not talk about Joe and Catcher enough. Like, they won, for goodness sake. And I just don't hear people talking about them. So they're... Show dance is probably my favourite show dance ever. Um, storytelling is there, the nods to their previous dances, the the costume change, a catcher, so, so clever. And they've done, I mean, their quick step is really, really good. And again, it's not talked about enough. Sorry if you can hear me, like, getting very passionate with, like, waving my pen about here. Um their Charleston was really, really good. Um, but even though they did a good rumba, and I'm not always a big fan of rumbas, but I, I really liked their rumba as well. Um, and they were just a good partnership together. And I think a lot of people remember that Argentine tango, and I've said a lot on here, not their best dance, but that move they did at the end became such a big talking point. Um, so Kat is just very clever with her choreography and her and Joe just we need to talk about them more they were so good and the 10th and final question before we move on to the Strictly Hall of Fame is couple left too soon and I feel like this can be it's probably going to be a question that we get a lot of similar answers with the devs and the essence of the world but I think today as much as those two were shocks I'm going to go just again I'm mentioning Katya a lot this episode as well but I know it was not like an elimination it's just they had to pull out but I was gutted that we never really got to see a lot of Nicola and Katya because they only got to do those three dances and it just had to be cut short because Katya tested positive um 
because they were the first same-sex couple and we never really, unfortunately with them, didn't get to see everything they could do because it ended so quickly. Of course, John the Johannes the next year smashed it. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to see more of them and they were sort of really getting into the sort of more traditional ballroom that week that they were, they had to pull out. Um, so I was, I was gutted. I was gutted when they went and we could have seen a lot more of them. And I'm, I'm really sad it had to get cut short like that. Um, so those are my 10 questions. So we're going to move on to the Strictly Hall of Fame. Okay, so I'm very excited to make the first addition to the Strictly Hall of Fame. So the whole concept of the Strictly Hall of Fame is not about this person's favourite dance. It is about which dance do you think gives the essence of Strictly. It's like if you were going to try and convince someone to watch Strictly, what dance would you show them that you think would draw them in? So my favourite ever Strictly dance is Stacey and Kevin's Street Commercial. I love that it redefined what we thought of the um, style of Street Commercial when Couple's Choice was first introduced. Um, I love that partnership. It's incredible she did that when she had surgery that week. Um, and it's just a comfort dance that I can watch again and again and again. But I'm not sure if I'm going to put it in the Strictly Hall of Fame. Now, if we're talking Kevin Clifton dances, I think Susanna and Kevin's Pasadoble is definitely in with a shout because that is one of those big sort of iconic trophy dances that you think of. If you said Series 11 to me, that is one of the first dances I would think of. Um, and that was such a big moment as well for like in terms of Susanna's journey and also Kevin establishing himself as a pro on the show. So I think that's definitely a contender. And then we've got like Jake and Jeanette's salsa for week two was like a big moment and it's very memorable. And it's, yeah, and that, oh, it's hard. But no, I, th I think I know. I think I know who I'm going to put in there. I want you to think back to 2019. I want you to think back to musical week of 2019. And when you think of the Strictly series, series 17, if I was going to get you to name three dances that first come to your mind of that series, I think you probably say this number. Karim and Amy's jive in musical week to You Can't Stop the Beat. What a routine. Like, great choice of musical, great song to pick. It was just a feel-good number. We love that Lauren Oakley is in it, friend of the podcast. Um, again, missing those backing dances in musical week because um, that really made use of them. And it was just an incredible routine. I remember watching it and it was just like, wow, this is so good. But there's the added layer of no one had got a perfect score that, that year. And I think there were a lot of dances that almost could, almost could. Even like Kelvin and Oti got so close, like just before that routine, I think maybe even the dance before. But there was that energy where it was just like, is Craig going to get that 10 out? Is that going to happen? And the, I love that the video on YouTube has this at the end where everyone is up in the Claudatorium, which I miss the Claudatorium as well. And when Craig pulls out that 10 panel, they all go absolutely nuts. 
and it's just a great moment and really like the epitome of what they when they talk about the Strictly family um and like I was so happy for both Karim and Amy and you can tell everyone there looks so happy for them so I think that is going to be my submission to the Strictly Hall of Fame um so I'm excited to see what joins Karim and Amy's jive in the Hall of Fame um and yeah let's get some Strictly fans on here um sending in their submissions you know I'm uh, super excited to speak well I mean I always love speaking to Strictly fans because you we love we love to talk don't we um so yeah that is my submission I, I hope you enjoyed this very first episode of the Strictly Files and I shall see you again soon and I'm not saying this like I said last time I'm really going to try and be regular over the next few weeks so uh lots of love also hope you like the new theme tune um because I haven't been on so long this the, how I make my podcast the site's updated and now I no longer have the transitions I used to use so if you're noticing some new ones and me having to make my own theme tune I hope you enjoyed that as well um anyway thank you so much for listening and bearing with me in however many months I have not uploaded for and I, I hope you enjoy this new sort of little mini series bye